This is Soliloquy, the ramblings of a madwoman with a soothing voice. There I was, at some random-ass dirt crossroads in Louisiana like a fucking idiot, burying a cat. I can't believe I'm doing this shit. My hands are filthy. I have been clawing at the dirt for several minutes. What the hell was I thinking? I'm whining to no one in particular. I can't believe I'm here, doing creepy weirdo shit. A creepy fucking weirdo. God, if the cops were to pull up, what the actual fuck was I going to tell them? Oh, Mr. Kitty, I'm really sorry. I looked back at the mound of dirt I had pulled over the feline carcass. Am I really this fucking desperate? What the hell is wrong with me? Miss, are you okay? A slightly nasally voice calls out. No lie, I literally almost shit myself. I stood up and turned around. There was a man walking down one of the dirt roads. His black hoodie had reflectors on it, so it was obvious he wasn't trying to shield his presence. It made me feel a little less guarded. But I also made sure the pepper spray on my key ring was ready, just in case he weren't ballsy enough to make a move. My ass was less than six inches from the bumper of my vehicle, so if he was ballsy enough to do something, I'd just run him over on the way out. The irony is, is that I probably looked way sketchier than this guy. I mean, covered in dirt? Maybe blood. But if there is any, I'm like 90% sure the earth covered it perfectly, even though it was early as fuck. I remember thinking, God, it must be past 4 a.m. now. The moon is really bright out. So it's not even scary. Maybe that's what went wrong. It was really nice out. Miss? His voice snapped me out of that inner monologue. I turned and saw safety goggles dangling from a black book bag. I think I recall a mill a good couple miles back on the main road. How far was it? I'm so exhausted. I need a drink. Desperately. Now I'm thinking, shit, how am I going to explain this? I just needed to tell the truth. It's just a misunderstanding. Okay, deep breath, smile. Um, hi. I am okay. There was a little mishap and well, I, uh, I killed a cat and I am just burying said cat in the crossroads in Louisiana because I have completely lost control of my life and... I don't know, I figured, you know, the old stories say to make a deal, you make an offering, and I mean, it was already dead, and a nice burial for the poor thing would be like two birds with one stone. That might have been a little too honest. This probably isn't a situation where exposition will do anything other than buttfuck me. Oh, fuck. There's a look of horror on his face. I have now incriminated myself as some sort of animal murderer. Fuck me. Oh god, that's that's what this looks like. I mean, it kind of is, but no, 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 no. The cat was an accident, I swear. I pointed to the skid marks leading to my shitty means of transportation. I swerved to miss him, but I guess his nine lives were up? <laughs> I chuckled softly at my own joke. Oh, fuck. That's what a serial killer would say, isn't it? Oh, fuck. I'm totally going to jail. They're going to dig up the cat and find it in that Whole Foods bag. It's not even my bag. Does the brand of bag make things better or worse? I'm not talking shit. Somehow I just started crying.
all my frustration and desperation bubbling to the surface in front of this poor bastard. Miss, are you alright? What exactly are you doing here? He looked scared. Now, personally, I believe what I'm doing here is my own damn business, but I do see how I should probably explain myself a bit more eloquently. But I'm also feeling a smidgen defensive, so I ask, Why are you out here? It's like 4 a.m. He poked the goggles on his bag. I work at the steel mill. And you decided it's such a lovely night you walk to work, is that it? No. He dropped the mess, and even through my own social density, I can tell I rubbed him the wrong way. Not everyone needs a car, and I need to get to work on time. Son of a bitch, now I'm the asshole now. I, I didn't mean, I didn't, I didn't mean, he cuts me off with a finger and sighs. Look, I won't call the cops or anything if you can just explain what in the hell you are doing. I half-heartedly dust off my dress, then smear what's left of my makeup in a vain attempt to clean my tears. It stings. Yep, I've done a number on my hands and nails. I wonder when I started bleeding. I don't think it's too serious, but but I should probably keep an eye on the damage lest it get infected. I dejectedly let out a breath I hadn't realized I was holding. <sighs> Look, I can tell you have things to do and places to be. It's a really long, drawn-out, emotional story, and I'm tired. Just call the cops or whatever you want. I won't go anywhere. Hell, you want a picture of my license plate? I scooch over, but so he could have a clear view. My eyes didn't need to adjust. I'd been out here long enough. And with that ridiculously luminous lunar orb mocking me, I can see it, clear as day. That look, soft commiseration. He has it too. Jesus fuck, am I that pathetic? I think I'd like to be hauled off by an officer now. This is humiliating. Can I come closer? Now, that kind of throws me off. Excuse me? It's late. Uh, Early. You're a woman by herself on a dark road. I'm almost positive there's a few lifetime specials that start just like that. Not to mention... He motions at himself. I can see how you'd feel unsafe if I just got in your personal space. I was stunned. I just admitted I accidentally murdered an animal and subsequently buried it because my life is crumbling and you want to make sure I feel safe. I laughed. I laughed long and hard. Somewhere in my cackling, my face started leaking. A disgusting mixture of tears and drool. I needed that. He still kept his distance. Yeah, you're fine. I pat the spot next to me on the hood while dropping any illusion of being a real grown-up and wiping my disgusting face on my probably even more disgusting sleeve. Papa Squat. I mean, if you were going to murder me, I've got nothing left to lose, and you probably would have hacked me into bits by now. I giggle, my macabre humor rearing its disfigured head for what I think is the third time in this brief conversation. Who fucking knows? I take in his presence now. A white guy, long, dirty blonde hair tied back in a slightly must ponytail. Tall. Shit. I did not realize how big this dude was. Up close, I'll have to tilt my head to get a good look at his face. I mean, he wasn't, like, freakishly tall. 
me being on the lower end of the five-foot spectrum at all. 6'2", maybe 6'3", long legs wrapped in jeans that looked dirty at a glance, but were just stained. No doubt from his occupation, black, dark brown boots that were a bit more broken than a good pair of boots ought to be. Under the black reflector jacket, there was a white undershirt, a small bit of the collar slightly damp. He smells of sweat and someone familiar, a slim yet solid build, a baby face. He seemed the kind of guy that could easily pass for 17, but the way he carried himself told you he was an entire grown-ass adult and would be treated as such. It's an air only a person who knows the value of hard work can carry. Features that I can only describe as painfully European. A strong jaw with a delicate line, almost full, shapely lips. A long, sharp nose with a smooth curve. Clear skin you could just tell couldn't produce facial hair. Thick, neat brows over what were either light brown or hazel eyes. Even though it's well lit, it's still night. He's pretty and absolutely adorable all at once. Like that one Metro kid that all the girls and even some of the boys in drama club had crushes on. In a few strides with those goddamn giraffe legs, he strode a bit past me in a posture closer to the rear of my piece-of-shit Toyota Corolla, making a visible effort to give me space. I can't tell if it's for my comfort or his. The backpack slides off his shoulders and onto the ground, and his reflecto wear follows suit. Arms crossed, he nods at me to begin. I can hear the woods around us groggily coming to life. Those first few birds calling out to the sun, to its warmth, the moisture in the air heavy from the slight chill. My nipples could probably cut diamonds right now. All the heat in my body has just evaporated. I'm starting to notice soreness piggybacking on my exhaustion. And much like a pony at a petting zoo, being ridden by an obese child, my body just sags. I was desperate enough to try to summon an evil force and maybe make a deal with it on a whim because accidentally hitting a cat with my car was just the straw that broke the camel's back. I barked out a noise I assume came across as coarse or bitter. Mail guy just looked at me cautiously, his lips pressed in one of those weird expressions where you can't tell if they're smiling or not probably gauging how likely I am to wrap my car around a tree if he leaves. You must be going through something really difficult if you think this. He motioned to the scene playing out in front of him. I mean, I'm not particularly religious or anything, but I think Satan prefers virgins and goats. A wry grin exposing slightly uneven teeth. I smile back. Look... I'm not going to judge you. What's the saying? If you can be anything, be kind. I don't think you're sacrificing animals, but... Sounding exasperated. I can tell you're not fine. Do you want to talk about it? His expression softening from jest to pity. I think... I think I would, but... I don't want you to be late or miss work. Suddenly the ground is very interesting. I see a cell phone come out of his pocket... His thumb swiftly typing a text. Now it's not a problem. I feel the color drain from my face. I've just added to the list of people I've inconvenienced with my existence. You can't just do that. Well, I did. He clicks the screen off. I'm here because I want to be. I want to help you. I can feel my lip trembling. Do you ever feel helpless? 
that no matter what you do, you will never have value. You will never mean anything to anyone that you're born just to die. Is that what you feel? I think every human being has worth. He gazed up at the expanse of freckled darkness above us. From saints to sinners, some just offer more than others. That's a pretty philosophical view. Speaking of views, mine drifts skyward now. I spend a lot of time on Reddit. He comments. I turn to him. And now you've destroyed the magic. Speaking of magic, I've got to know, how is the devil supposed to appear? Does he teleport, or is there a portal or something? Nah, I don't think it's like the devil devil. More like a devil. Or maybe a demon. I lay across the hood. I think crossroad spirits, or whatever they are, were like fucked up genies, though. So you came here to make a wish? You live here. You should know the stories. I quit back. Just because I live here doesn't mean I'm from here. Do you even hear an accent? You sure do make a lot of assumptions. First about my non-existent car, and now this. He was joking, but it was definitely a verbal kick to the cunt. Fuck. I really am an asshole in this entire scenario. I decide to give him an explanation. Well, the story goes you go to the right crossroads. You can make a deal in exchange for something. And you're gifted with talent or good fortune. I can feel myself warming with the heat of embarrassment. Explaining it out loud makes it so much worse. But? There's always a but. Yeah. Yeah, you have to pay with something of yours. Usually a violent death or your immortal soul. What on earth would even make you want to make a deal like that? I want to vomit. I want to disappear. Oh god. I'm a failure. My family wants nothing to do with me. I can't make friends. I'm so alone. Look at me. Covered in filth. Because I'm hoping something can save me from this hell I've made for myself. Because I'm too stupid and lazy to figure out how. He was next to me before I noticed him move. Do you... do you need a hug? Is that creepy? I'm sorry if it is. You just look like you really need one. He sheepishly looked away. At any other time in my life, I would have shot him down. I mean, it is fucking creepy. But he seemed earnest. I closed my eyes and fell into his chest, and I felt his arms engulf me. You know, people make deals without even realizing it. Deals with themselves and unspoken dealings with others that just chain you down. His scholarly advice, coming across as an uplifting speech from an after-school special. I buried my face deeper, breathing in the nostalgia of his scent. I hugged him back. I was so relieved. A huge weight had been lifted. Why not make a deal you won't regret? Why not make a deal with me? I stepped back, his soft eyes looking at me. Sure. <laughs> Why not? What kind of deal? You decide what kind of life you want to live. And in return, you give up what's holding you back. You could start fresh. Remove that negativity yourself. Seems like somebody's been reading the secret, but I'm kind of into it. He sticks out his right hand. What do you say? Want to make this dramatic like in the movies and shake on it? My mood has completely shifted from helpless to happy in a few minutes. His optimism is kind of infectious. I plant my feet straighten my posture, and extend my hand in a grand gesture. 
It's a deal. His hand clasped mine. Something isn't right. It's soft and there's not a single callus. This isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. I thought you said you worked at the still mill. His hands were too soft for that. I try to pull mine back. He's not letting go. I look up at him. What the actual fuck? His eyes don't look right. The pupils have dilated way too big for someone who isn't on something. What the hell? What the hell? The slightly crooked teeth have sorted themselves into neat, sharp rows. I can hear my heart in my ears and nothing else. Because there is no other sound. Where are the birds? The crickets? Those brown or hazel eyes are now in a natural yellow. The smell of salty sweat has been replaced with soot. I can feel the joints in my hands pop from the pressure of his grip. He pulled my body against his as if we were about to start dancing, but I don't dance. His form was soft, yet firm. I could feel the heat from his breath as he leaned down. It smelled like smoldering wood. He whispers, no longer with an empathizing tone, stern and severe. A deal is a deal. I can feel my skin boiling and blistering against his palm. He lets go after essentially branding me. There's a mark melted into my flesh. You fucking asshole, what the fuck is your problem? You called me, remember? Is this a joke? I'm gripping my wounded appendage. In another moment, he's on me again. His right hand gripped on my mouth. I can smell my charred skin wafting just under my nose. I'm gonna be sick. I'm gonna die here. Holy balls, this is how I die. Due to my own idiotic negligence, just like the stupid fucking cat darting in the street. Does it feel like a joke, miss? Back in reality, I shake my head no. Good. The agreement's been made. I'll be seeing you around. And just like that, he was gone. I was left alone, worse for wear than when I arrived. I made a deal with something, and it has marred me. I don't know what price I have indirectly offered to pay, or what fantastic reward I'll get, if any, from this dumb fuckery. And it's only Tuesday.